Hey, hey, it's Allison Katzkowski. Welcome to this edition of The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care, our very first episode of 2020. Can you believe that? I hope wherever you are listening to me from this morning, you are having a fabulous day on this Tuesday morning. Um, so it is now 2020, and at the start of every year, probably one of the most common topics around the water cooler or whether you're discussing it with your friends or wherever is the topic of New Year's resolutions. What are you going to do different in the new year that you haven't done already. And we all think about it from time to time. Now, some of us set New Year's resolutions and some of us don't. Some of us look at it as a temporary goal, while some of us just prefer to uh, check in with ourselves periodically throughout the year to see where we are. Um, so whatever your process is, I want to tell what do you want, what I want to talk to you about today is not only how to approach a New Year's resolution in a more successful way, but to give you five basic tips and components, I like to call it, on how to write a successful New Year's resolution. And there's probably nowhere where this makes more sense than our self-care. When you think about all the common reasons why people set New Year's resolutions, the two by far most common ones are working out or being more active and eating better. And in, wrapped in between those two is usually losing weight. And so that's what makes today, what I want to talk to you about today, even more important. Because when it comes down to it, when we make a New Year's resolution, we tend to think of January, we're starting the year off right, we're wiping the slate clean, we get a fresh beginning. So it makes sense that it's probably the most common month where most of us do that. But normally, or not normally, but generally speaking, by the end of the month, probably 70% of people who've already set their New Year's resolutions have quit for one reason or another. And most of it has to do with the concept of change. And generally speaking, change is really tough, okay? It is just really hard to do. We can talk about it all day long. We can think about it all day long. But when it comes to actually implementing change, that's where we fall short. And that's what makes what I'm talking to you about today so important, not just with your health and fitness and activity and finances and anything else that you're looking at improving for this year, but obviously your self-care, which is really our topic of interest every week. And this is probably the main reason why self-care is so difficult for so many people, because it is a very tough concept to actually work on changing and sticking with it. Because we can always think of a million reasons why we shouldn't be doing it, why something else is always more important, or why certain things are just what appear to be a much higher priority. When the reality is, is that it should be the other way around. There's nothing more important than how we look at taking care of ourselves. Because when we don't take care of ourselves and we fall by the wayside, obviously, nothing else really matters. Nothing else is going to happen. Nothing else is going to get done. And that's really a reverse way of looking at it and why so many people put their self-care so low on the priority list. Um, so what I want to do today is give you the five tips and or components, I like to call it, of how to approach a New Year's resolution in a, the most successful way that you can. And maybe you can think about it as in terms of actually not setting a New Year's resolution but setting a goal for yourself because a new year's resolution implies that you're only going to do it in January, that you're not going to set that goal or resolution any other time throughout the year. So that's how I want you to think. I want you to think in the back of your mind about something that you really want to accomplish this year, whether that is something with your health and your fitness 
routine or your lifestyle or something to do with your self-care. Think about something that's super, super important to you and that's been just continually coming up for you in one way or another. And no matter what you end up doing, that this thought always seems to come up. And when something tends to always come up for us, it's usually something that we continually need to either revisit or think more about or perhaps make a different choice. It wouldn't keep coming up otherwise. Um, That's almost our mind's way of saying, hey, we need to look at this again. And for some of us, things tend to come up fairly often. And then for the rest of us, maybe not so much. But at any rate, regardless of that, it's always an opportunity for us to check in with ourselves and to find out just kind of where we are in the moment and what's weighing heavy on our mind and our heart, if that's the case for you. So let's get right into what I'm going to talk to you about today. Um, The top five components and steps to making a New Year's resolution stick for you. In other words, how to do them the right way so that you don't fall in that 70% of people by January 31st where you thought, well, that was a good thought, maybe next year, or I just can't right now, I have too many other things to do, maybe later, when really all you're trying to do, or really not really all you're trying to do, really what you're telling yourself is, is that it's just not important enough to you. So we're going to make that change for you this year. So let's get started. Tip number one is actually plan the process. And I've talked to you about this several times before, not just on this show in general, but if you follow me on social media, then you know I'm always coming back to this topic is, is that you have to really think about what it is that you want first. You have to get really clear about it. And I'm going to be talking about this throughout the show today. So just bear with me for a minute and let's hang out and let's think about that just a little bit more. So if you get really clear on what it is that you want then usually the next step that we go to in our minds is what's going to be the, the quickest and most efficient way for us to get there. And usually the path to where we want to be involves a process. And this is where so many people fall short. They get an idea of something that they want to do. Maybe it's because their friends are all doing it. Maybe it's because it seems to be the, the attractive and most popular thing in the moment. And let's be honest, sometimes it's easier to work on something if you're working on it with other people. But again, this is where we really have to think about the process. We have to think about what it's actually going to take for us to get to where we want to be. And I'm not telling you to overthink it. I'm not telling you to stop and think about every single step it's going to take. But we do have to get familiar with the process that it's going to take for us to get there. And that usually is the hard part because for many of us who have not been able to achieve a goal, it's impossible for us to actually imagine what that actually looks like. So instead of overthinking and thinking about how hard it's going to be, we're actually going to take some time to plan it. And I want you to think about it in the same context as how you plan something that's actually fun for you. Let's take a vacation, for example, or an adventure, or maybe you're wanting to start a new hobby. Okay, think about it from the standpoint of what is actually going to be a fun process for you. And if you listen to my episode last week with Trudy Leopard and Tammy Eckley down in Key West, we talked a lot about vision casting. And this is where taking a thought and getting a picture in your mind of what it actually looks like and how much fun it's actually going to be for you. Because it's in that energy space that you're actually going to be able to come up with the ideas for what it's going to take for you to plan your process. 
So don't think about it in terms of it being so incredibly difficult. I have no idea how I'm going to get there. I don't know how I'm going to pay for it, et cetera, et cetera. And instead, think about the fun part that goes with it. In other words, think about it in terms of no limits being on it. Okay, no limits, no rules, no boundaries. Just think in a perfect world, what would that process look like for you? And plan it. Plan it like you would a vacation. Plan it like you would something that's actually fun for you. Maybe there's something that you've always wanted to do. And for whatever reason, it just hasn't come to fruition yet for you. So plan the process. Look seriously every day at what that's going to look like for you. Okay. And usually a process is involved of several steps. It's not just a couple of steps. It's usually several small steps. So what does that actually look like for you? Would it mean that you maybe would need to wake up a little earlier? Would you need to go to bed a little earlier? Would you need to look at how you construct your day a little different? Would it look like maybe tailoring or changing some of the relationships that you have with other people? Okay, those are probably some of the most basic places to start because those are normally the things that get impacted at the very outset of doing anything different. So look at the process that's involved with reaching your goal, reaching your resolution or making your resolution a reality and plan it, plan it like it's fun, plan it like you're the cruise director, okay, or you're the vacation planner and you're imagining that everything is going to come off in the way that you want it to be. Okay. So tip number one is plan the process, but approach it in the right way. Don't approach it like a checklist. Don't approach it like it's one more thing on the list. Because if you do, then you're nine times out of 10, not only are you not going to get there, but you're going to allow yourself to get bogged down in all the details. And we want to try to keep this fun so that this is something that you actually look forward to. And that's really part of how we make a change, okay, is if we can keep it in the in the energy space and the light to where it can actually be a fun learning process for us, then we're going to be much more likely to overcome the obstacles that are going to want to push us off course. And I'm going to be frank with you here. Those instances are going to happen. It's not a question of if, it's a question of when, because we all know that life is going to happen. And the more that we can think about the journey that we want to go on in a fun light and a light that we look forward to and a light that actually gives us energy and a light that actually challenges us in a way that we look forward to, that we find exciting, that we find motivating and inspiring for us, the much more likely, well, much we're going to be much more likely, if you will, to continue on that pathway. So that's how I want you to approach this. Approach it like you would something that's fun for you. Okay. And you may not love actually doing it. And I always like to use exercise and fitness in this aspect because so many people don't actually like to do it, but they like what it does for them. So instead, what I try to encourage them to do is approach it in the light of something that's fun for you. And that usually involves doing things that you enjoy, doing things that give you energy, doing things that are not only easy and uncomplicated, but things that you enjoy and look forward to because you're going to be 99% more likely to do it when that's the case. So approach your process like you do something that's fun for you. Okay. Um, tip number two or component number two is to become very specific. And we've talked about this a lot on the show. So I'm just going to briefly revisit this again because it is January and I think we all need to hear it. And that is get super specific on what it is that you want. Okay. 
That means writing it down. That means putting it up in a place where you can constantly see it, whether that's your bathroom mirror, whether that's your office bulletin board or your computer screen or your car dashboard or your calendar planner, maybe set a reminder on your phone, maybe put it up in multiple places. If you're the kind of person that needs to be reminded continually, then do that. You know, I'm not sure what that looks like for you, but I'm challenging you to do that in a way that's interesting for you. And in the past, think about it like this. If you've always been one to write your goals down and then you lose interest after a while, then maybe that's not the way that we do it. Maybe we approach it differently. Maybe at the beginning of the week, we make some post-it notes or sticky notes or something that we can put up in front of us every week as to a different aspect of our goal. Okay. Because every week we know that's going to give us something different and that doesn't have to be hard. And this is again, where I'm encouraging you to be creative. Okay. Be creative. Look at it from the light where it's actually a fun process for you. Okay. Okay. So tip number three is actually be committed. This is the toughest part. I'll be straight up with you. This is the hardest part of making a resolution stick is the commitment that goes behind it. Because as we all know, life is going to happen. Things are going to come up. Excuse, well, I don't, I'll stop short of calling them excuses. But things are, conflicts are going to come up. That is just life. Things are going to come up that we're not planning on. Things are going to come up out of the blue. We can do all things right. And things are still going to come up and try to take us off course. And this is where our commitment and our discipline comes in. And I want you to think about this like a muscle. Because that's really what we're doing. The more we the more we dig in our heels with the things that are important to us, we strengthen that muscle. We strengthen the commitment muscle. We strengthen the focus muscle. And this is what I find nine times out of 10 to be the Achilles heel for so many people when it comes to their New Year's resolutions is the commitment behind it. And this is where you really have to be reminded of why it is that you want it. Okay. Why is it that you want to accomplish this goal this year? And more importantly, why has it not worked for you in the past? Okay. And this is where you have to really get intimate and close with all of these factors. Okay. And for a lot of us, if we haven't been successful in the past, that's what we tend to focus on. We tend to focus on what hasn't worked. We tend to focus on the things that we don't do well. And we use that as a justification for why we can't move forward. Okay. So I want you to think about your commitment like you're strengthening a muscle because it can get stronger and it can get easier. Okay. Too often we focus too much on the dreams and not enough on the commitment. Okay. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with focusing on the dreams because I want you to always do that because that's what keeps it fun. But we have to be realistic about our commitment and we have to be honest about it because as soon as we start making up ideas and stories and that, well, what if this happens? And what if this happens? Then we're really not committed because when it's really important to us, we're going to find a way to make it work. Okay. So instead of telling yourself, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make this work. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get up an hour earlier every day. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get this done over lunch. Really what you're telling yourself is, is that this really isn't all that important to me because I know these things are going to happen. Okay. Those things are always going to be there. They've always been there up to this point, and they're going to continue to be there, okay? So this is an opportunity for you to step up, 
Step up on your commitment. Step up on your discipline. You have what it takes. The only thing that's standing in your way is you. And that's a fact. Because everybody has conflicts. Everybody has things come up. Everybody is time challenged. So that's a lame excuse. If you're continually telling yourself that, then that's just a story that you've sold yourself and you've done a pretty darn good job of it this up to this point. Okay. So we have to get really close to why it is that we want it. Okay. Why it is that this important, that this is important to us. Okay. And really get intimate with those details because that's, what's going to keep us going. That's, what's going to strengthen our commitment. It's not writing our goal down and keeping it in front of us. It's not telling ourselves that it's important. It's feeling it, getting in there in the details and feel every single bit of it with every fiber of your being. That is what is going to keep you going. That is what's going to strengthen your commitment. And that's what's going to keep you going on the days when every bit of you doesn't want to do it. And that those days are coming. Okay. But I'm challenging you that if you, if this continually comes up for you, then this is a challenge for you to actually get better at it. Okay. So we want to always work on strengthening our commitment. Okay. That's probably the most important piece. If you take anything away from my show today, that's the biggest piece that I want to land with you is how can you strengthen your commitment more today? And what does that look like for you? Okay. Um, sometimes what helps in strengthening our commitment is saying what it is that we want publicly. And that can mean saying it to ourselves, whether it, you're saying it to your bathroom mirror or saying it to you and to yourself in the car when you're driving or when you're sitting at a red light. Yes, that is me. I have done that plenty of times before. If you've pulled up next to somebody and it looks like they're having a conversation with themselves, that may be what they're actually doing. So make them public, share them with people close to you, share them with your friends, share them with your office coworkers. Now, granted, I want you to be aware, the more you share them publicly, the more things are going to come up and more conflicts are going to be presented to you that you're going to have to explain. So this is a way to hold yourself accountable. And this is why so many people maybe make a commitment with themselves, but they don't say anything about it. Okay. And maybe there's a part of them that doesn't want to have to go through, doesn't want to have to deal with explaining it to other people. But in my experience, I find that when you make your goals public, you're more likely to achieve them. Okay. You're more likely to stay committed to them because it's like you've made a promise, not just to yourself, but to the people that you've shared them with too. Okay. You know, the other thing is, is that you always want to plan your follow through too. Okay. So by sharing them publicly, you're almost always preparing yourself for that opportunity when somebody's going to question you about it. Somebody might say, well, that's a really lofty goal. How in the world are you going to do that? And you can see that as an opportunity to actually strengthen the muscle of focus and commitment for yourself. So I challenge you when somebody says that for you to say, you know, that's a really good question. I've thought about that, but this time it's really important to me and I'm going to do it. And sometimes I think when people say things like that to you, what that's a reflection of is their own self-doubt. It's not a reflection of you. It's not a reflection of your ability. It is a knee-jerk reaction on their part. So I want you to remember that the next time somebody questions something that it is that you want. Okay? Get really connected to why it is that you want it. Think about it as strengthening a muscle within your body, something that you have complete control over, okay? And make your goals public, whatever that looks like for you, okay? Tip number four, 
is actually saying them publicly. Okay, so let me just backtrack for a minute. You know, you don't really want to rely too much on other people getting you through. Okay, now we all we all know how important social support is. We all know how important having a community behind you is helpful for you. This is why so many people hire a coach or hire a trainer or have someone there to hold them accountable. It's because they doubt their ability to be able to stick with it. And that's all well and good. I mean, don't get me wrong. The last couple of years, the coaches that I've worked with have really helped me put things in perspective and help me move things forward. But at the end of the day, I'm the one that gets the work done. Okay, I'm the one that's responsible for what happens to me. And that's what I want you to think about is, is that not only are you strengthening your commitment and whether or not you need accountability is an, is a story for another day, but don't rely solely on other people to get you through it. Because if you're doing that, then you're just not committed. Okay. You're just not completely and wholeheartedly in this for you. And when you're in something for the right reasons, you always win. You always win. You always learn. You always come out better on the other side. Okay, so I want you to think about that. Okay, and the last tip that I'm going to share with you today on this first Tuesday in January is to simply believe in yourself more. And there's a lot of components that go with this. And when it comes down to it, when I think about all the times in my life where I've maybe made a New Year's resolution or I've made a promise to myself and I haven't been able to follow through. Yes, it's true. I maybe wasn't completely committed. But deep down, there was a part of me that didn't believe that I could do it. Okay. And for those of you that know me may find that hard to believe, but it's the truth. I think we all struggle with that to a degree, but you have to believe in yourself. You have to believe in your ability to do it. And it may not mean that you accomplish big and grand things all at once. And unfortunately, the society that we live in has taught us to believe that if we don't achieve something great, then it doesn't matter. If we don't achieve something big and lofty in a quick period of time, then it's not important. Okay. And this is where we have to forget that whole mindset. We have to forget how much can we get done and how fast can we do it. Okay. We have to forget perfection. We have to forget not, you know, the fact that making mistakes is actually okay. That's a really good learning opportunity for us. Okay, so it's important to give thanks for all of those things that have taught us the lessons that we have learned to get us to where we are now. Okay, so I want you to take a moment and be thankful for all of that. All of those things that have brought you to this moment now that is getting you to the point where you are super strong, 100% committed to making your New Year's resolution stick for yourself. So forget perfection, forgive yourself, forgive the things that have not worked in the past for you, forgive the things that maybe you think you haven't handled in the best way, okay? And we we can all probably sit here and think about at least a few things that we could have handled better, whatever that is, okay? And then celebrate the wins. And if you're over in my Facebook community with me, then you know how much I talk about this. It is so important to celebrate all the wins. And it, the win may not be a big win. It may be simply that you got that you got your workout in today for you. It might mean that you implemented a small change for yourself. It might mean that as soon as the negative self-talk started for you, that you were able to shut it down. That's a win. That's a big win. And we discount the little wins because we keep thinking that in order for it to count, it has to be something bigger. It has to be something more important. It has to be something so grand that everybody else is going to take notice. Okay. And at the end of the day, what you're telling yourself is that 
you're just not important, that none of this is important unless somebody else notices, which is, you know, pardon my French, which is really a load of crap. Okay. It's a big load of crap because we're not doing this for everybody else. We're doing this for us. We're doing this for the feeling that we get. We're doing this for the strengthening of our focus and commitment muscle to ourselves. We're doing this because we matter. We're doing this because taking care of ourselves is number one on our list. And that's how I want you to go in to this year when it comes to your New Year's resolutions. And why I want you to think about all the reasons in the past why maybe your resolutions haven't been able to stick for you. And then decide in this moment that it's going to be different this year. Decide in this moment that 2020 is going to be the year that you win for yourself, not that you win for someone else, not that you win to prove something to everybody, not to win because, you know, it just, the law of averages says that this has to be the year. That's just a cop out. Okay. Make this year the year that you strengthen that commitment muscle so much that you're following through to yourself. Because at the end of the day, that is the most important agreement that you will ever make. The most important contract you'll ever sign is the one you do with yourself. Okay. And I'm going to leave you today with a, with a thought. And then I'm going to tell you about a special event that we're doing all week over in my Facebook community. Henry Ford once said that when you think you can't, you're probably right. I want you to think about that for a minute. If you sit for a minute and you think about why you can't do something, you're really just trying to convince yourself that most likely you won't get it done. It's almost like you're trying to tell yourself to give yourself a way out. Okay. So I want you to think about it in this light. Okay. I want you to think about all the reasons why you can do it and why it's important to you. Okay. So instead of saying, in order for me to lose 50 pounds, I'm going to have to get up early every day and do the super hard workouts that make me sweat. And I'm going to be tired and sore all the time. Now, what does that tell you? That just simply tells you that all the reasons why it's going to be so hard. And you're just telling your mind, giving yourself an opportunity to say, if it doesn't work, but I have a pretty good reason why it didn't work. Okay. So instead, I want you to think about, I'm going to lose 50, I want to lose 50 pounds this year because I know I can do it for me. And I'm going to start off small and I'm going to start off by being more active because I want to be healthy, fit, strong, and a better version of myself. Now that's not so hard and that has a completely different energy feel to it. So think about your New Year's resolutions in the sense that it's going to be a process that is fun for you. Okay. And this is where you can get really creative. And this is where I would love to hear from you on what you think works for you, what hasn't worked for you. Head over to my Facebook community if you're on Facebook, Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. We are kicking off this week our first online event of the year. It is a dive into my signature system, Live Fit, Love Self. It is a four-day free event. We started yesterday. You can still get in on the fun. If you're on Facebook, head over and join me and you can play catch up because we're doing a different challenge every day this week. We're going to be giving away a pr some prizes at the end of the week. And this is all culminating in our first in-person live event in Chapel Hill at the Farrington House, Live Fit, Love Self, which we still have a couple of spaces left. If you are listening local and you're interested, please reach out and let's talk. You can find me on Facebook. You can go head over to my website at cufitness.com, the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com, and click contact us. And I hope that whatever I've shared with you today has struck a chord with you and that if you are on the boat where you think, 
I don't want to make a new year's resolution because I know I'm just not going to stick with it. I want you to rethink that mindset and I want you to think about why your new year's resolutions have not stuck for you in the past. And maybe applying these five steps can actually make them stick for you this year. Okay. So this is Allison Katzkowski. I appreciate you tuning in to this edition of the ultimate journey of self-care, our very first edition of 2020. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life. Make it a good one.